you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Victory and J-Mac are also on tap to help us navigate the show. In the last segment of the show, I would like to open the phone lines and hear from some of our listeners today. We are going to be talking about um, TikTok. And we have talked about TikTok before. We have talked about other social media outlets on this program um, and warned parents. But we feel like that is a part of what you have come to trust and expect us to do. Um, expose things that are going on that maybe um, you were unaware of. And especially as we are looking at Truth for Youth Bible Week and talking about the importance of getting the Word of God into the hands of our kids, I think it's important for us to understand the attack that our kids are under. Immense spiritual attack. That's right. Guys, look, let me tell you something. Um, I am as logical and sober-minded as the next person who is logical and sober-minded, okay? (laughs) Um, But I do not see any conflict at all. Please hear me well. I do not see any conflict at all, not one second of a conflict between being logical and acknowledging that we are wrestling in a realm that we cannot see, Mm. that there is a battle that is happening nonstop that you and I cannot see. Right. Now, listen, the sooner we recognize that and the sooner and this does not mean now listen to me, this is not this is not you clearly did something wrong and you're like, oh, see, it's the devil. No, you got to take responsibility for the things that you do that are wrong. But there are clearly spiritual forces at work. And if it were not so, we would not have been warned of it. There's a reason that the Lord wants us to know that these things are happening so that we would be prepared, so that we would war um, so as to win, right? Which means not naturally speaking, but recognizing that there is a spiritual component to what we are talking about. Now, why do I say that? Because uh, we're going to talk about TikTok today and I'm going to share some information and and ultimately the conclusion that I come to now, I, <laughs> unfortunately, I can only allow you to hear some of the things that I would like to show you in video. I showed this for the first time um, this weekend while we were in North Dallas. And I, I, a picture really is probably worth a thousand words. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I think some of this you have to see. So I'm, I will just encourage you to go and find the video. We'll tell you the name of the video when we get to it so that you can go look it up for yourself. My advice to you, um, don't watch it with young kids. I show this to parents and grandparents. And as is my custom, gave a disclaimer. Um, I have contemplated watching this particular video with our children. Um, and then I just ultimately am like, mm, nah. You know, I don't know. Nah, it's enough. They don't have social media. I don't. What do I gain by letting them watch it? You know, Um, 
So so I would just tell you it's that it's that troubling. Yeah, it is. It's it's that disturbing. Okay, but I will let you hear some of it, some of it, because some of the content that's going to come from the video, I think, will help you make better decisions. I just I just will say that Um, before we get into uh, today's content, let us please remind you that it is truth for youth Bible week. The phone lines are open right now. If you want to get a free New Testament Bible, full color with comics in it um, that present the gospel and moral truths. Um, you can do that right now. You can get it for free. Uh, one free Bible per household. If you've got a kid between the ages or a grandkid between the ages of 13 and 18, and you're going to get this Bible to them so that they can give it away. Um, here's what you'll do. You'll call 800-733-4737. That's 800-733-4737. The phone lines are open 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, If you're not able to call and request your free Bible, um, then you can go to truthforyouth.com, truthforyouth.com. As we discussed yesterday with our brother Tim Todd, the Bibles are also available in bulk. So if you are in youth ministry or youth outreach or anything like that, and you say, hey, you know what, I would like to, to get a few Bibles, then there's an opportunity there for you to do that as well. Truthforyouth.com, truthforyouth.com. You can order online anytime. But if you're going to call, you can only do that between the hours of 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Central Time. That number is 800-733-4737. That's 800-733-4737. Our children need to be equipped with the word of God. Um, No matter where they are educated, they need to be equipped with the word of God. But I will tell you. Uh, without mincing words, especially if they are educated um, in a public school system. They need to be equipped with the word of God. It's not optional. It's not, let me see if I feel led. Nope. It is, it is an absolute necessity. (laughs) (laughs) You're led. If you don't want your your children just to be swallowed up by the culture. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. All right. So so let's just get into content because we've got quite a few clips here that we want to try to get through all of them today. But I was really surprised. I was catching up on listening to uh, Morning Wire as the news podcast of the Daily Wire. It's just 15 minutes. And um, and I was catching up and listening to this and I had missed the one um, for Sunday. And interestingly enough, we were on the heels of the Disciple Life Conference where I had part of my presentation was to alert parents. I was showing some video clips about um, TikTok and talking about the numbers and talking about the stats and talking about how this is affecting our children and how we need to be on guard. We need to be vigilant. And for some of us, our kids just don't need to be on social media. I, I don't know. At what point we became a culture where the kids rule the roost. I just don't know when that happened, but it has not happened with any kind of positive consequences or positive effects, you know, Um, but it it has indeed happened. So anyway, some of our kids just don't need to be on these social media outlets. Uh, TikTok is another one of those that our kids just don't need to be on. Um, One of the things that I was pointing out to attendees who were at um, at the Disciple Life Conference, looking at some of the numbers of TikTok, right? And and I think people understand that TikTok is a deal because you hear it all the time. 
I almost, after this weekend, I'm kind of tired of saying it. You know how you can say something for so long, it just becomes right. like, ah, we've been talking about this forever. Um, we haven't. And so for the sake of our listeners who were not with us in North Dallas, TikTok, okay. Um, it's got 1 billion users. Yeah. 63% of youngsters between the ages of 12 and 17 are using TikTok Wait, weekly. Let me it's repeat the one. that. It's the one. It is the one. where it, This yeah. is where Gen Z is living right now. Yeah. Okay, so if you're talking about, like, if you were um, thinking about what it would be to, to be a missionary to Gen Z, this would be the neighborhood that you would move into. TikTok and maybe maybe Instagram a little bit. I don't know. A little bit of Instagram for, for the uh, younger millennials. millennials. Yeah. 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 A little bit of some of the younger millennials. Um, some of the older millennials are, are on Facebook. Okay. But, <laughs> but, but Gen Z and Gen Alpha, let me also say that uh, Gen Z and Gen Alpha are on TikTok, okay? One billion users. Now, just to give you some perspective here, um, TikTok has one billion and Instagram has 1.3 billion. TikTok is slated to really overtake Instagram. It's already overtaken YouTube as um, the most used site by kids between this age group or in this age group, 12 to 17. Also, um, our youngsters are using TikTok as a search engine and outpacing even using Google. That's amazing. So TikTok has become mm. a source of authority where our kids are there. So they're not just getting the short videos with the, which they have lengthened now. So not just getting the short videos, but they're also going there for like looking up like information in which you're going to hear in some clips that we have scary. for you today. It's really scary <laughs> because the people who are controlling the information right. actually have an agenda. Right. We're going to, we're going to share as it with always. You. You, as always, <laughs> you as know? always, you need to know, yeah. you need to know. As always. Um, but yeah, TikTok, uh, $2 billion was the revenue for TikTok during the first 11 months of 2021. So a lot of these other social media platforms are really shaking in their boots because they're like, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> TikTok is, is new. Hold on. And it's taking a lot of ad revenue. And so they have a huge um, vested interest in keeping your kids there and keeping your kids there for longer and longer periods of time. Um, something else that is important to note as we get into content for today, um, female users, female mm -hmm. users mm -hmm. between the ages of 10 and 19 make up TikTok's largest user demographic. Mm hmm. So just keep all of that in mind as we go through today's content and think about what is happening as we think about um, how we can actively protect our children and just care, just right. care. I think that's the basic starting point for yes. us. You've got to care. We have to be stirred to, to, to the care and to action. Yes, that's like, exactly right. It's, it's, it's not good enough to, to know this stuff and to see what's going on and to talk about it. and But just kind of be like, but that's just the way it is. Uh, mm -mm. I mean, no, you, you can do something about it. We can, mm -hmm. we can do something about it. So yep. to be stirred towards action. We have to we be. Hope for. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Man, we, we have no choice in that. I mean, the, the time is far spent for just kind of shaking your head at it. Right. Um, I'm hoping that people will share this podcast with friends who have kids in this age group and um, who may be unaware because yeah, look, share it, share we have it. to know this information. We have to know this information. Okay. So getting back to morning wire. So I was listening to this episode and I thought, Oh my goodness, how crazy. I just spent the weekend talking about this. And at the same time, there was a news piece that was done on this uh, by the daily wires, culture expert, uh, Megan Basham. And they were talking about TikTok and the threat that TikTok is um, not only to our national security guys, <laughs> 
which let me say, let me say both kind of and, and sort of have a double meaning here. But yeah, TikTok is a threat to our national security, but not only in the way that you might think. One of those ways is that they are coming straight for our children. How about that? Like if, if, if we can care about our children to that extent that we say that a threat against our children is a threat to our national security. Like if, if our offspring are targets of, of the, the communist Chinese party, like if, if that's, if that's, you know, yes, then, then we need to care about that. Um, so here we go. This is a series of clips here just to sort of uh, set the stage. And then we'll, we'll look at the spiritual implications because not only are we talking about uh, empirical data that we have looking at what the Chinese are doing to our young people, looking at the fact that they are gathering information from them and other people that they have in their contacts, but they are also pumping information out to our young people. All right, let's do this. Will the great, do we have time for clip number one? Yeah, it's going to be, the music is going to get us. Okay, let's go. Here's clip one. TikTok is capable of capturing face, finger, voice prints, search and browsing history, uh, keystroke pattern biometrics. Its artificial intelligence is even able to read your facial expressions and detect your emotions, things you like, things you don't like. Now, we know that this kind of stuff isn't exactly new for big tech, but what makes it much worse in this case is that TikTok is owned by a Chinese company, and that means it can be accessed by the Chinese Communist government. Now, ByteDance has tried to claim that they've taken steps to protect that data, including things like moving the servers to Texas to be housed by an American company, Oracle. But thanks to some of these leaks that were just reported on by BuzzFeed recently, we now know that that has not stopped China from accessing the data. They built the system. They know how to leave backdoor entries they can get in. So I spoke with Brendan Carr, Federal Communications Commissioner, and he has been sounding the alarm about TikTok everywhere he can. Here's what he told me. They had been asked point blank, under oath, is any of this data being accessed in China? And they gave a range of answers from, well, the data doesn't even exist in China to we don't share it with China. But those leaked internal communications from BuzzFeed News, again, show that everything is seen in China. And Carr seemed to feel that American ByteDance executives have been intentionally trying to skirt that question of TikTok's data security. Whenever they were asked, they said, well, we don't share it with the government, which is not the same thing as it being accessed from inside China, or it's stored here in the U.S. And so this history of misrepresentation, coupled with the fact that it's data being accessed from inside China, is a problem. You just had a week or so ago, FBI Director Chris Ray stand next to his MI5 counterpart and say that China is our greatest long-term national security threat, and they're going to use every tool at their disposal to uh, achieve their ends. And I would submit that one of the tools at their disposal is this massive amount of personal, sensitive, non-public data that it appears they've been getting access to through the TikTok system. We'll grab the break, and we'll be right back. Society counted us out. Watch how we counted back in. I'm here to crush all the doubts. Get ready, we about to begin. Gathering up all your friends. We turn the boys into men. You cannot stop what you can't control. Cause we were destined to win. So call the giants. I got the right Just last week, ex-TikTok employees came forward to say that a now defunct news app on the platform called Top Buzz had been forwarding pro-China propaganda to millions of American accounts. There were things like videos talking about how wonderful it is to travel to China, 
There was a businessman sharing what a great decision it was to base his startup in China. And these former employees said they would pin these videos to the top of the homepage on the app. And then there's also the kind of information that the app prioritizes. Now, for younger people in that 13 to 24-year-old age range, TikTok is actually now the number one place they search for information. They use it more than Google. So imagine that child goes to TikTok to research Tiananmen Square or Hong Kong for a school project. There's a good chance the information that's going to be returned to that child will have been approved by the CCP. And on the same subject of what they're pushing, there's also some question of whether China could manipulate algorithms to intentionally push harmful videos that drive social disorder in Western countries. Think videos encouraging eating disorders, dangerous challenges, highly sexualized content, things like that. Now, you're saying that TikTok's algorithm promotes harmful content. Are Chinese kids also seeing that same content? No, actually, they're not. Um, There is fairly strong evidence that users in China are seeing much more wholesome content than kids in the West are seeing, and that that's intentional. Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons mm. on American Family Radio. Man. Boy, boy, boy. Um, <laughs> Why didn't man, I show it to their kids? Hmm. Well, for the yeah, same yeah. reasons that they're not allowing for the little girly man groups That's right. to be there on their media outlets. Right. The same reason that they're not allowing content <laughs> um, that features homosexuality. The same reason they That's demand right. that American movies are edited before they enter Chinese theaters. The same reason mm. that they're not allowing for their young kids to be indoctrinated with Muppets that are confused about their sexuality Mm -hmm. just for all of those reasons that they love their posterity but could not care any less about ours here in america and we don't care Mm. we don't care i mean i'm sorry i don't i know it's like send the garbage over there yes they'll take it overload them yeah they they love it they'll eat it with a big cooking spoon they don't make any (laughs) demands of their american entertainment industry Mm. they will watch whatever they produce but no, you've got to vet it before it comes here. You've got to determine that you're willing to take the risk that you can be successful and not make the Chinese market. That's what that's what these American movie producers are doing. That's what these studios are doing. And yet we don't care. And that is the thing that bothers me so much. You can have people that are so driven about so many things Come and on. we are filled with words and talking and outrage, but we do not take the very basic actions required of us to protect our kids and it's something as simple as saying you're not watching that even that becomes a debate well does it really matter if we don't watch it well i don't know maybe the chinese know something that we don't know maybe the chinese know something that's pretty obvious that yeah it does make a difference if your kids are consuming content that's antithetical to your beliefs and and look and (laughs) largely largely we're supposed to have a christian belief system here Many people who would say, well, does it matter if there's a lesbian kiss in it? I mean, what what harm is that really doing? Well, evidently, it's doing quite a bit of harm, so much so that the Chinese government is saying, no, that won't be in movies that you guys show over here. Hmm. You better leave those clips on the floor in the editing room. And and that's amazing. That's amazing that we would maybe maybe people just don't know that that's what's happening. That's possible as far as they don't know that the, the, the same things that. Uh, are, are over here or not over there. They're not the same content. I think we have this view that, oh, it's, it's a worldwide web type thing. So everybody's seeing this, this the same. No, no, no. this is strategic. Mm-hmm. And they have, and t- they, they're pushing the buttons. They have the algorithm. Rhythm. Come on. They have all this stuff going on where they can put the information that they want in your pocket 
and you're not even having any control over it but to not use it not turn it off and and that's what we can do that's what we should do Mm -hmm. but man we love we are lovers of pleasures yep more than lovers of god like that's what it comes down to yeah that's painful to hear especially in that kind of with, with that comparison right that that is painful to hear and and wow i i don't think that that is an oversimplification of what our conflict is the sign of the last days it really is it really is. And it's so pronounced in our culture today to the point that you are making about what's getting pumped over here. And we think that it's just the web, quote unquote, it's just the web. And we wrongly assume that what our kids in the United States of America are viewing is exactly what Chinese kids are viewing um, or any other nation that would not be bold enough to step up and say, no, not over here, not in our country, which there are some countries who are doing that with regard to TikTok. Um, but in the United States of America, we've been hmm. very slow. Yeah. Here's what you need to know. You need to know that the short little videos that you think are so fun, the ones that your kids allow you to see, you need to know that there's tons more that they're not allowing you to see. And you also need to know that those videos are quite different from the videos that are being shown in China. Here again, um, Megan Basham of the Daily Wire talking this out and expressing the fact that what kids in America, our teenagers, guys, our young people, okay, what they are seeing here in the United States of America um, is not the same, or in Western countries, is not the same as what their kids are seeing in China. This is clip three. So I talked to Nicholas Shailon, former chief software officer for the Air Force, about this, and he's called TikTok a weapons system for China. In fact, his resignation from the Department of Defense was in part motivated by his frustration at the administration's inaction on TikTok. And he pointed out to me that the version of TikTok they have in China, which is an app called Doyin, does not actually have the same kind of material on it that we have on American TikTok. TikTok is designed to be pushing very specific content outside of China, right? The the Doyin version in China is is also designed to... uh, promote educational content and also um, they're designed to effectively limit the damages created by social media companies and and apps where they limit the use of the application where you don't see a a Facebook in the U.S. and Facebook in the rest of the world. And that's kind of how it's designed. It's not only really paying attention to the damages created by social media applications to younger generations, but also its ability to push very specific targeted content based on what's resonating with people, but also based on what kind of agenda the Chinese Communist Party is trying to push internationally. That's also a great ability for China to control the narrative. So again, what they have on the Chinese equivalent of the platform is positive education videos. Nobody's twerking on TikTok in China. Man, that's such a zinger. Like, kudos <laughs> to you, Megan Basham. Like, that's it's just, it's, it is such a picture, right? To understand, mm-hmm. like, the juxtaposition of the educational videos. Man, wow. It's, it is, it is tragically wow. funny, right? Wow. Not, not at all in an amusing way. It is just tragically funny that you have educational content that's scrolling across the phones of Chinese kids, but then you've got people twerking over fire coals. In America, and I'm making that up. I don't know that that's actually a thing. I just tried to go worst case scenario, okay, yeah. which don't, I think there is. Don't start anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, this is a problem. This is a problem. There is, is actually Huge. a thing 
that is called TikTok brain, right? Where now you have these kids, it's almost, it's similar. Um, Forbes ran a piece, this was back in 2020. Um, the headline of the piece was Digital Crack, mm. the science behind TikTok's success. How these short videos become sort of like these dopamine surges to the brain where kids are now, it's the same type of behavior that we would have associated with um, gambling where you had these people who were these compulsive gamblers and they couldn't stop. They were addicted to that, that dopamine rush. Uh, same thing with any type of drug or sexual activity that would be involved in kids' brain activity as they're consuming this content. The crazy thing that I think parents don't understand when their kids are sitting on the couch and just scrolling through their TikTok account, I think they don't understand that this software also has facial recognition um, ability. And so the software knows what your kid likes and shows more of it. The software is reading the facial expressions and understanding how the kid is engaging with. And to me, that is one of the creepiest things that I've heard in a long time. And, and look, I, and I, I joked about the, you know, the whole thing, the unlock your phone with your face and, <laughs> and, and that is creepy too. Okay. Let's just put the car the cards all face up on the table. <laughs> all the iPhone users are like, hey. <laughs> when you listen, because the, the reality is guys. And I look, <laughs> the reality is you oh, have boy. to have just understand. Come on guys. Look, I'm not a mathematician. I'm not a scientist. I don't know anything about stems except the ones on plants. Okay. So here's, <laughs> here's the thing. All right. Um, you have to know that if anytime you have technology, including the iPhone, that you unlock with your face, the camera has to be ever ready. If you have a, if you, just think about it, guys, and I'm not trying to creep people out, I, I, you know, but I'm just saying, and and these are things. Look, we all kind of we we know this. We we put it in the back of our minds though for use, and and mm -hmm. for you know efficiency's sake, we just say, ah, eh, probably not. It's probably okay, and and I understand that to a certain extent, but. That's not a luxury that I think we can enjoy with TikTok here. Mm. Why? Because not only is the data being harvested, not only is there an ulterior motive, not only is there, um, what's the word that I'm looking for, uh, nefarious um, <laughs> aims in, in the harvesting of this information, but there is the intentional pushing out of information. So it's not just sort of the passive collection of data. It is the intentional pushing of data to destroy a country's youth. Hmm. Now let that pause for a second. Sounds like an enemy. The, I'm not just I mean, talking about the enemy of a country, but the enemy of our souls. Well, we got more clips for that. You're not <laughs> wrong. <laughs> let's just um, let's just talk about it. So um, it's it's one thing for me, and I mentioned this on this program ahead of us going to Texas this past weekend. And it's one thing for me to show people stats and for me to quote from articles and studies and all of these things. Um, by the way, this is a medical problem now, this whole TikTok brain thing. This, the parents are at a loss for how to deal with this. Um, at one time, I would have said, um, just delete TikTok from your phone, take it, take it away from your kids. But from what I'm reading, the the reality is that many of our children are addicted to TikTok. So seeing as though I'm not a medical professional, I can't, I don't even feel like I could just speak to that and say, just take the phone from your kid. I, I feel, and this is sad, but I, I really want the emphasis to be where it needs to be. 
I feel like, um, based on what I have read, if your kid is um, presenting some of the issues that have become common um, because of TikTok use, it may not, and this is tragic, it may not be as easy as deleting it from the phone and taking the phone away. Mm. Um, it may it may need um, more intentional um, progressive treatment than that. And that's sad. That's sad. There's something else that is going on with TikTok and 60 Minutes Australia. Now, I don't know why 60 Minutes, 60 Minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I don't know why 60 Minutes America didn't cover this. I don't know. Um, but 60 Minutes Australia ran a piece and we've pulled some clips. You're not going to be able to see what's going on. But on the other side of the clips, we'll kind of talk out um, what what you're seeing. 60 Minutes Australia talked about ticks that have presented in girls on every continent, like across, like around the world, yeah. girls who are on TikTok have picked up these ticks that they say is not Tourette. Um, and they, they don't really know what it is. I have some thoughts. <laughs> Let's go with clip four. It's only the first couple of patients. I thought, oh, what is this? But then when you saw a couple more patients, and I started speaking to a few people around the world who were also seeing something similar, then the penny dropped and we thought, oh, we're seeing something different. Mm. So there was suddenly a wave of teenage girls developing ticks out of nowhere. Absolutely. It was all over the world. You know, all of the continents were seeing something similar. Professor Russell Dale is a paediatric neurologist at Westmead Children's Hospital. An expert in the workings of the young brain, he's been diagnosing children with Tourette's for the past 23 years. It was early in 2020 when this new wave of patients began. And the first patient you saw was Michaela two years ago. That's where this all started. Yeah, she was the first patient I, I saw at the time. I didn't know, is this, is this Tourette? And it became clear, no, it wasn't. E Usually Tourette's syndrome comes on gradually at an early age, affecting four times as many boys as girls. But these new patients with sudden onset tics were teenagers, and predominantly girls, by a factor of 20 to 1. Some of the tics were similar, uh, but some of them were definitely different, um, such as quite violent movements of um, the arms, sometimes hitting themselves in the chest. Um, and also the, the vocalisations, so the repetitive noises were different rather than just simple noises. There were much more complicated words and phrases, uh, which were quite bizarre, and I hadn't really heard uh, ticks like that before. All around the world. All around the world. All, all around the world. And, of course, I would love to show you the whole piece. I, I, I would love, but, you know, we can't do that. It doesn't, it doesn't translate well. Um, but all around the world, these girls... Uh, with what they're calling sudden onset ticks. Guys, come on. Yeah. Suddenly, all around the world, you've got girls who, by the way, they're the majority audience for TikTok, okay, um, walking away with a condition that they had never had before. We've got some more clips that we're going to show you on the other side of the break. These ticks that force them to abuse themselves. Mm to yell out vulgar things 
to contort and twist and do really things that cannot be of this worldly explained. Yeah. Okay. Is it clear enough on that? All right. Demonic. This is a problem. (laughs) Yeah. It's a problem. All right. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio will grab the break and we'll come back with more of this and then open the phone lines for your response. Stay right there. Can't deny the truth when I look at you. Nicole Lynn is a typical, fun-loving 15-year-old from Hertfordshire, England. It was in March 2020, just days before her 13th birthday, that her tics suddenly appeared. She just couldn't stop herself. It was just bizarre and, yeah, it was just... It was really scary as to what was actually happening. Nicole, what was going through your mind when you started ticking? Um, I was really confused. Um, I got a bit... Oh, I keep stuttering because it keeps making me stop. Um, sorry. But I think I was kind of confused about the whole thing. Do you worry when it's happening? Um, I think I'm more panic about how long it's going to last. Um, because sometimes it lasts for a few minutes, sometimes it lasts for hours on end. What began as a series of neck and facial twitches soon escalated to an extraordinary array of physical and vocal tics. Um, listen, we, because we expect people to, um, to spit out green pea soup, we think, well, that's probably not demonic. Okay, because we expect people's heads to 360 on their shoulders and we say, well, that's probably not demonic. Um, let me just tell you something because you couldn't see... Couldn't see the video, and I highly recommend that you go and watch it. This we'll sixty minutes, in, in the, Australia in is worth you watching it because you have to see this to really understand the full impact of what I'm about to say. But disclaimer: okay? it has language, so you watch yes. it, and your children are around. You know, just don't watch it with your kids present. Yeah. which again is difficult to give that kind of disclaimer when you're talking about kids featured in it. It's kids <laughs> in it, but. They're talking about these ticks that have been sudden um, and and they're all around the world, okay, in young girls predominantly, 20 to 1, as you heard in the clip. Right. Um, they try to bleep out the worst of the language, but it's amazing that all of these girls, the ticks compel them to do these vulgar things and to say these vulgar things, okay? Let me just draw your attention to something that you may have picked up or maybe not, Um. This one girl that you just heard in the clip who is being highlighted here, um, she begins to try to talk when she's asked, you know, how are you doing? How are you coping with this? And she begins to try to talk and she continues to randomly hit herself in the face and her arms are flying up in different areas, or different directions um, beyond her control. 
And then she says, it's difficult to talk. And she says, it won't let me talk. That's what she says. Okay. Now people could say she's referring to the ticks. Then why didn't she say they, the ticks? Why didn't she say, you know, why didn't she say this condition? She said, it won't let me talk. I'm going to let you hear another clip here. And before we play this clip, I just want to set it up. The mom is about to describe the worst of her tics, okay? And what is coming from the 15-year-old girl. You will hear in the clip, but I want to make sure to draw your attention to it. Before the mother starts to explain what is coming from this young girl, the girl turns to shush her. Okay? It's as if something is about to be revealed that should not be revealed, which is interesting because the entire like news program, the mom has been revealing what the daughter does. Mm -hmm. But at this particular point, the daughter turns and says, Shh, like, don't say this. Okay, here is clip six. One of the worst ticks that she picked up, it was probably about three weeks in, and she kept ticking to me in a vocal tick, I'm Madeline McCann. That tick's never gone. Even now, two and a half years later, randomly she'll come out with, I've been kidnapped, I'm Madeleine McCann. Like, we could be sat at traffic lights and she'll be smashing on the window next to somebody who's parked next to us at a traffic light going, help, my mum, I've been kidnapped. And I'm like... Pig bear nap. I'm like, oh, my God. She hasn't... Uh, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. That is one of the most disturbing things I've seen in a long time. One of the most disturbing things I've seen in a long time. We are far too content to pretend that what God has told us is not true. That we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. Something has happened where we have handed our kids over um, essentially to people who don't care about them and who have studied and created and designed the type of technology to really destroy them. Right. Um, however, they have determined to do it. And unfortunately they have struck right at what we value, which is entertainment. <laughs> they have, they have struck at sort of the weakness of American yeah. culture yeah. that we will be entertained. We will not give up those things that, you know, kind of make us laugh and that we can, and, and, and it's, it angers me that even having a conversation like this, it becomes difficult because there are people who will say, ah, I just, I just don't believe that, you know, and that's fine. That's fine. I would say watch the entire news clip. It's about 20, 20 something minutes, you know, a regular like half hour show, whatever you would watch. Um, but go ahead and watch that and then still not believe it. Um, I want to play one more clip and then we will take your calls um, again we're not talking about what you would have observed as Tourette's syndrome. And, and even the anchor points out um, that you can't catch Tourette's syndrome. Like you, you can't catch that. And yet here you have this uptick in girls all around the world doing these things. And they and the medical professionals all attribute this to the time that they have spent on TikTok. Now, what you do with that, you can decide, but I will present to you the information. This is clip seven, and then we'll go to the phone lines. Severe tick attacks that can last for hours on end. And those tick attacks 
are horrific. They're really bad. She's like clawing her eyes out or smashing herself in the face or smashing her head on the wall or the floor. And I'm physically having to restrain my child from injuring herself, which she can't help. I mean, Nicole's been hospitalised probably four or five times now um, because of the tick attacks. Mm, okay. D d any any <laughs> like anybody read their bibles right, anybody right. i just just anybody if if you read your bible i would like for you to be honest about what came to your mind when you heard that the mother herself had to restrain the child to keep the child from hurting herself hmm. it it almost seems sort of like a certain encounter that jesus had with one person who had to help restrain his son, keep the yeah. son from yeah. hurting. I mean, I don't, I'm just, but you know what? I just read the Bible. I just read the Bible. And, and, and again, it would be so much easier. Wouldn't we all have a happier life if we could just say, Oh, that's sad. And then just keep moving. But for those of us for whom it's true that we actually recognize that there are things happening in a realm that we cannot see. And I understand that that makes people think that I'm crazy. I'm the same person that you listened to yesterday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With the same thoughts and same convictions. <laughs> just saying them outright today. All right. There are things that are really going on. There are things that are really going on yeah. with an eternal motivation. Please understand that this is not, this is not just about your kids not being able to concentrate in school. This is not just about your kids not being able to read a book. Um, the doctors are saying now even kids can't watch movies because of TikTok because the movies are so slow. Kids are saying the movies are boring. The movies are boring. <laughs> This is not about that. You have to understand that wherever the enemy is involved, there is eternity in view. Mm. All right. To the phone lines, 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go? Let's go to Tanya in Arkansas. Hi, Tanya. Hi, guys. Thank you, Hello. first of all, for everything that you do. And God bless you. Say, God bless y'all. I mean, you're, you're speaking truth, and I appreciate it. Um, Oh, I, first of all, I just want to say the two things that I say at school board meetings and to anyone that I talk to. First of all, you were made for a time such as this. Mm -hmm. We were all made for a time such as this. Mm. Never doubt that. And that the baseline, the bottom, the foundation of all of this is good versus evil, which is exactly what you say. Mm. Um, God gave me a word a few months ago, and he told me I'm a connector, supposed to connect people, things, I guess. And, I mean, I just, I don't know, it's its chilling to even listen to you guys talk about this TikTok thing, knowing that I have a child that I have allowed to have this, mm. and how, how to deal with it. Can you think of any Bible verses um, directly, and, and I'll say one more thing, and then I'll get off the phone so y'all can reply, but um, this was... We know, this is what I need to say too, we know our Lord Jesus Christ wins all of this mess, mm -hmm. every single ounce of it. So that's a good thing. <laughs> but if you would give me some Bible verses so that <clears throat> when I watch this, I will feel covered, you know, by the blood of Christ and read that. And then I'm going to allow my daughter to watch it because I think that that's startling. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. mm -hmm. How my, old is my, your daughter? Her. 15. She's 15. So, okay, just just yeah. pray about that, sister. Let me just I just want to and I'll tell you, listen, as a parent, 
one of the reasons that that I didn't and and I don't know is your daughter a professing believer has she um repented of her sin has she come to the Lord Christ yes okay so we've so, got that going for it for sure praise the Lord okay praise the Lord mm-hmm. so so let me just say as a as a as a mom of a 15 year old and I had been thinking about whether or not I would show them now they don't have TikTok Okay, they know what the uh, platform is because the TikTok videos are embedded in noosers. They're everywhere, right? So they know what that is. They don't have it. But let me tell you this. Even with that, I thought, "Mm, I don't know that I want to show. um, I don't want this to ever accidentally be mimicked. Do you you understand what I'm saying? I don't want this to ever be even in the sense of like, um, you think that's interesting or you think that's funny or you think that's mock worthy. I, I don't. I don't ever want it to be mimicked. So I can't, I can't, I I would just say, pray about that and let the Lord lead you. I would say you, um, you read Romans chapter 12, um, verses one and two. Um, you don't need to be anxious. So I would say read Philippians chapter four, verses six through seven. Um, uh, I, I look, I, I think, I think that what is true, what is factually true and that when we come to Christ, we no longer have the wrath of God on us. That is true, no matter what situation we're in. And so I want to encourage you like I and that's one of the hesitations that I often feel when I talk about things like this, because I'm listen, I am not afraid of the enemy. Do you understand what I'm saying when I when I say that we I recognize that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. My hope is not in my ability. My hope is in the complete and finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. My hope is in what he has promised to us. Right. That if we suffer with him, we will reign with him. And all of these things, all of these attacks are a part of what it is to suffer because we claim his name, because we we are um, exalting his name. So. So let the Lord lead you in that. Um, But then also I would encourage you as I I believe that your heart is stirring for this anyway. um, What do you do? What do you practically do to make sure that your daughter is not a casualty of this culture? Yeah. All right. Um, Will the great, let's go back to the phone lines. All right. Let's go to Angela in Arkansas. Hi, Angela. Hi. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. You guys. Mm -hmm. I love you. God bless you. Love you too, sister. Um, I live in a very small town, which I think helps. I also have a 15-year-old daughter, and I'm going to let her go back to school. She wants to. We've been there. We've we've gone through all the paperwork. We don't, no, we, we're going to let her go. It's going to be on a day-to-day basis. But her friends are being affected by this TikTok thing, and I just think that people need to understand that this is literal demonic you know, this is a literal, this is demonic activity. The devil yes. is the, yeah. the prince of the powers of, of the air, right? And mm-hmm. that's literally, we can literally attack through the airwaves. You know, God spoke everything into existence and um, sound and vibration affects us. Hmm. And people need to pray against the, the demonic forces that our children are being attacked by, literally pray against it, you know. And if, if they don't understand that, you know, this, these, this TikTok stuff and the social media stuff, it's, it's literally demonic attack. Mm-hmm. Then how can they pray against it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. What an excellent we're point. Seeing, we're seeing that, you know, it, the effects of it are, 
I mean, it's it's manifesting, but people are pretending like it's not anything. It's not a big deal. Oh, we just need to sit down and have a little talk about this little subject they were on. No, my my daughter has. She's very smart. Her discernment. I mean, she's very discerning. She's never been on social media. We've Mm -hmm. never let her be on social media because I've always known that it's it's just evil. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Listen, same here. Um when you look at the stats, you look at um outlets like Instagram and then of course TikTok which probably if it's possible may be worse than Instagram. I know that Instagram uh is directly connected with um increased rates of suicide ideation and there are some numbers other numbers that we could unpack uh, surrounding that. But let me just tell you, for parents who are on the fence about social media and allowing your kids to be immersed in that world, Man, let's really seriously pray about that and and be on guard. We're out of time. Until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.